Welcome into the show today, everybody. Thank you for joining us on uh, this edition of the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. Remember, on this show, we tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And JB, my right-hand man, joins me again in the studio. JB, what's going on today, man? How are you? Good to see you. Good, good. Things are great. It's almost Christmas time. Can you believe it? I know. It's that time of year. Um, I love it. I love it. You know, the kids are getting a little bit older, so every year that goes by is just a little bit more precious. Mm-hmm. You know, want to bottle that magic up. Yep. So you guys uh, all ready for Christmas? You still have stuff to do? Still got stuff to do, but we're working on it. Things looking good. So, uh, you know, I think the jolly old man's going to be coming this way before long. Yeah, it won't be long now. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you know, that's part of today's show. We're going to talk about... Not necessarily Christmas, but it's year end, mm-hmm. which was right after Christmas. Right. And what we need to be thinking about financially in terms of getting our uh, I's dotted and our T's crossed financially before year end. So before we get into that show, let me take just a moment to thank all of our service members uh, for what they do for us every day and also our first uh, responders. Uh, you guys are doing terrific work and we really, really appreciate it. Now, next week, folks, we're going to have our monthly question and answer show. So I want you to send me some good questions. Send them in to Doug at TheWealthGuardians.com, and that'll be our our monthly Q&A. So if you're a first-time listener, if you just tuned in, welcome, number one. And uh, my name's Doug Ray. I'm the host of the program. This is the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, and I'm the president and founder of Ray Financial Group. And we're a professional, independent firm that works with pre-retirees and retirees in all different aspects of retirement, estate planning, wealth management, preservation, asset protection, tax reduction, on and on and on. We are fiduciaries with a fiduciary duty, and I have offices in the Triad in the Clemens area and down in Charlotte in the Ballantyne area. We can be reached here in the Triad at 336 391-3409, or please, I invite you to go on our website at www.thewealthguardians.com. So a little bit more about the show for, for some of you first-timers. Our objective here is to educate and inform you of any up-to-date, relevant, important information in the pre-retirement, retirement, and estate planning arena. Like today, we're going to tell you what you need to be thinking about for year-end. So, again, welcome to the show. JB and I look forward to spending the next 30 minutes or so with you and giving you some solid financial advice and tips and hopefully help you make a difference in your retirement and estate planning. Well, hello again. Once again, this is JB, and we want to welcome everybody, just like Doug said, to the show. You know, Doug, time is running out in this year, 2017, and that means that the clock is ticking on some very important financial and retirement planning moves that you have to or very well may need to make by the end of the year to avoid losing money in penalties, taxes, or lost opportunity cost. So, Doug, let's get started right there. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this before, how fast time flies. I mean, it just seems like it was uh, yesterday I welcomed my my first grandson into the world, and that was, of course, January of this year. But, um, yeah, we've only got a couple weeks left, and and, uh, it's the busiest time of the year because everybody's so involved with the holidays and Mm -hmm family and parties and shopping and travel and but um, you know people just are everywhere scrambling and trying to get things done and you probably don't need anything else added to your plate right now <laughs> but 
Unfortunately, the clock is also ticking on a few financial topics um, in the planning area that you need to be thinking about. When it, JB, when it comes to financial retirement and tax planning, there's a lot of different rules. There's lots of regulations, guidelines, and different deadlines or time frames that have to be met. And the bad news is that many of these time deadlines are at the end of the calendar year. And that can cause them to be overlooked or forgotten about, especially with the mad holiday rush. Unfortunately, consequences of missing these deadlines can be very costly. And there's no way to back up the clock and correct the issue. Missing deadlines like this could cost you money in the form of penalties, taxes, or even lost opportunity. So we're going to cover a few of the areas in financial retirement and tax planning areas that have year-end deadlines, which means they got to be done by December 31st or actually a few days before to ensure that it does get done. So this is going to be very valuable and important show today. So stay tuned and, and, and listen up. So what's the first item there, JB? Well, I am making my list and I'm checking it twice. First item today that we are going to discuss that has a year-end deadline is required minimum distributions. Making his list and checking it twice. You cannot tell we're in a holiday mood ho, today. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, you're right, JB. It's a very, very important requirement that has to be met for people who are 70 and a half or older in 2017 and have a pre-tax retirement account like an IRA, a 401k, a 403b. Now, folks, this may get a little complicated, so hang on and listen closely, especially if you are one of these folks that have to take an RMD. Once you reach 70 and a half, you have to start taking a certain amount of money out of these accounts each year and pay tax on the distribution. It's called the required minimum distribution, or we always call it RMD for short. The RMD is due out of your account by December 31st of each year. However, this is where it gets muddy. Hang in there. However, your very first RMD is not due until April 1st of the year following the year you turn 70 and a half. But if you wait until this date, then you're going to be required to take two RMDs for that specific year. And sometimes that could be a bad decision as it may throw you into a higher tax bracket. After the first year, all future RMDs have to be met by the end of December of that tax year. So let me give you an example to help clarify. Okay. Let's say you were born March 1st, 1947. That would have turned, you would have turned then age 70 and a half this year on September 1st. So now you are at the required minimum distribution age, and you have to meet one for 2017. However, the rule states that you can delay your RMD to April 1st of next year, and you don't have to do it by December 31st. So in this case, it can mean you could wait until April 1st of 2018 to meet your very first RMD. But this RMD is for the 2017 tax year, and you'll still have to satisfy your 2018 RMD by December 31st of 2018. This is getting clear as mud, isn't it? It is. I'm, actually, I'm following you. <laughs> I right? just love the IRS, don't you? <laughs> I do too. So if you do wait till April of next year 
to meet your first RMD. Then you'll have to have two RMDs added to your federal income tax return for 2018, which may not be something you're going to want to do. And depending on the size of your RMDs, that could throw you into a higher bracket or cause too much income for you. And quite frankly, JB, in my practice, I've never recommended people do this. I just recommend, go ahead, let's get this thing out, be done with it, uh, and, and then get on track for for next year, and uh, and people seem pretty pretty fine with that. That's good. All right. So how do you calculate this thing called an RMD? Well, you take the balance of your retirement plan as of December thirty first of the previous tax year, and divide that amount by a life expectancy factor table that the IRS provides. These are different tables, so you have to make sure you're using the appropriate one for your specific situation and the right type of money. Now, here's another complex rule about RMDs. Each retirement plan you have has to be calculated separately to figure the RMD for each account. Okay, that's rule number one. Okay. However, an RMD can be met of one account instead of to have to take a withdrawal from each IRA account, but they have to be like accounts. In other words, if you had three IRAs, Mm -hmm. you could take one RMD from one IRA, but it has to be accountable over all three values. Got it. Now, if you had three IRAs and a 401k, then you have to take your RMD that's applicable to the 401k from the 401k. Okay. Boy, we are clear as mud again, aren't we? You're doing well. (laughs) <laughs> I'm even confusing myself, and I've been doing this for almost 30 years. All right, so now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about what happens if we don't get this done. Okay. So if you don't get your RMD done right, or you don't take enough, or don't meet the, the correct uh, limitations, the IRS has really, really stiff penalties. They're very stiff. The fact of the matter is, the penalty for not taking your RMD is 50% of what you were supposed to have taken. Wow. So if you had a $10,000 required minimum distribution and you forgot to take it, it's a $5,000 penalty, plus they're going to make you come back and take it again anyway. Wow. So, yeah, that is something that we really monitor very carefully for our our senior clients, and and in fact, most all IRA custodians send out every year a letter notifying their folks that are 70 and a half and older about about the RMD. Wow, JB, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? It was. Holy cow. So I know your your your, your brain is spinning right now, and that's, that's okay. Um, if you have questions about this, if I've confused you, please don't hesitate to give me a call at the office at 336 Three nine one three four zero nine. We can we can easily clarify anything for you uh, over a phone conversation. All right, we uh, we don't have much time left in this segment, but we've got a lot more stuff to get to, don't we, JB? We sure do. And I tell you what, Doug, we're going to pause right here. I want to remind everybody you are listening to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show right here on ninety four five WPTI. We certainly appreciate you being with us. Remember, you can reach us at area code three three six three nine one. 
3409 that's 391 3409 or you can check out the website at www.thewealthguardians.com as i said we are up against a break but stay tuned we have several more planning moves and strategies to share with you that have year-end deadlines so we'll be right back thanks for listening to the wealth guardians here on 94.5 wpti stay with us Welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, where we tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right in the middle of our very important show, Time is Running Out, where we have been discussing many areas of financial, retirement, and tax planning that have end-of-year deadlines. And if you miss those deadlines, it could cost you a lot of money in the form of penalties, taxes, and lost opportunity costs. And we want to help prevent this from happening, so let's continue. Doug, let's jump right back into um, our next topic here. The next planning move that has a year-end deadline is the Roth conversion. Yeah, JB, and you know that's that's something we've talked a good deal about on this program because mm-hmm. it's a big, big, big planning tool uh, I believe in quite a bit for my clients, and that's getting as much tax-free money um, in their retirement plans as we possibly can do. And I'm not going to get into the pros of, of that because we've done that so many times on this show, but the fact of the matter is – um, a conversion has to be done by year end. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So what you have to understand is that the rules for a Roth conversion are different from a Roth contribution. Conversions have to be done by the end of the year, and contributions can be done up until April 15th of the following tax year. Now, The benefit of a Roth IRA conversion is it gives you the opportunity of paying tax now on pre-tax retirement plan dollars that's taxable to you or your heirs at some point anyway. It gives you the ability to pick and choose when and how much of your tax you want to pay and then get money in a position that will accumulate and distribute tax-free in the future. Remember, you can convert all or some of your Roth. It doesn't have to be, or your IRA, I should say, doesn't have to be all of it at a time. So the key benefit is it's going to grow completely tax-free. It's going to come out tax-free. And also, our previous discussion about RMDs, Mm -hmm. there are no required minimum distributions for Roth. Okay. So keep that in the back of your mind. Now, a Roth IRA conversion gives you the opportunity, the right and the ability to pay tax now on those dollars at today's tax rates, which could be substantially lower than where they could be 10 or 15 years from now. Mm -hmm. So the good news for Roth conversions today is that there's no more income limits and no more restrictions like there used to be. If you make a million dollars a year, you can convert IRA dollars to Roth. And this has been a key factor in in making these, uh, these decisions. Um, Roth IRA conversions uh, make a lot of sense for a lot of people. One of the things that we do is, is we look at all of our clients' tax brackets and uh, determine, you know, what, what is the best strategy in, in terms of uh, uh, making these conversions, how much every year to convert, and that, that kind of thing. We don't want to pay more tax than we have to. That's right. And uh, we definitely want to make sure that uh, we're, we're staying within in the rules. So, 
let's make a, take a look at a couple key Roth IRA points. Okay. First, you want to make sure you keep all your conversions in a separate account. It says each conversion has to have the five-year rule to meet. And you don't want to combine conversions. That is very difficult to keep track of the time and interest on those conversions. The next IRS rule says do not allow you to, does not allow you to convert an RMD. So in other words, if you've got to take that RMD from your IRA, that mm-hmm. cannot be converted to a Roth. Okay. The IRS says, I want that as a taxable income to you. They don't care if you reinvest it in something else or go spend it on a car or whatever, but they can't, you cannot convert the RMD. Okay. Finally, if you do a conversion, it's generally best to pay the tax owed on the conversion with after-tax money. In other words, if you convert, say, $50,000 of an IRA and your tax on that conversion is $10,000, it would be best for you to go get that $10,000 tax from, say, a bank savings account that you've already paid tax on. All righty. So, again, make sure you get a lot of help and retirement planning expert to help you assist you in determining uh, if you should or should not do a conversion. Again, it is one of the absolute best tools available in getting more tax efficient right now. I don't know of any, well, there's a couple others, but this one is one that just about everybody can take advantage of. And I'm, I'm a huge, huge believer, uh, in, in these IRA conversions over to Roth. So again, folks, if you have any questions about this, do not hesitate to call us at the office at 336. 391-3409. Be glad to talk to you about your situation. Okay. And just in case you're joining us, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with your host, Doug Ray. I'm JB. And Doug, the next financial item we want to talk about that has a year-end deadline is retirement plan contributions. Yep, that's right. Uh, Some types of retirement plans, like IRAs for one, Mm -hmm. allow you to wait up until April 15th of the next year to make your current year contribution. However... There's other types of retirement plans that have the end of the year deadline, and that's what we're talking about today, end of the year deadline. Those plans would be 401ks and many other workplace type retirement plans, and contributions need to be made very soon in order for you to be able to max out your contributions and to qualify for a tax reduction on your 2017 return. And also, don't forget about picking up that employer match. You want to make sure you're getting that. Sure. That's free money, folks. Absolutely. Now, for 2017 workers under the age of 50, they can contribute up to $18,000 to their employer-sponsored plan. For those of you who are 50 and over in 2017, you can contribute up to $24,000. But please note, this is your pre-tax maximum amount. The company match is on top of this, so it's important to keep that in mind. And if you want to contribute even more, you may be able to do so with some after-tax contributions. And a lot of these plans now, folks, they have Roth 401ks in them. Mm-hmm. And if you have one of those, boy, I sure would encourage you to, to utilize it. Mm-hmm. And if you want some help in learning how to utilize that Roth 401k, give us a call, 336-391-3409. Okay, just a quick summary here. For your IRA contributions, 
You have up until April 15th of next year for a 2017 contribution or until you file your tax return if you do it before April 15th. For your planned company programs, you have up until December 31st. Mm -hmm. Okay, another one. Clear as mud, right? Right. Okay, good deal. (laughs) All right, well, up next, Doug, the next planning move that has a year-end deadline and of course, it's appropriate, I guess, this time of year, is gifting. Yeah, you know, that's exactly right. <laughs> Folks do like to give gifts, especially the grandkids and things like that. And again, many people wait till the very end of the year to, to make that gift. So for 2017, you can give up to $14,000 to as many people as you want to. So JB, you can give me $14,000 right now. And you won't even have to pay a gift tax wow. doing that. I'm going to pull out my checkbook right Thank now. you, buddy. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> the $14,000 is a gift tax uh, exclusion every year. And you can do even more than this if you want to use part of your lifetime gift exemption. But depending upon the size of your estate, you may end up paying a gift tax later if you end up doing something like that. But again, that gift has to be done by, by the end of the year and, uh, if you end up paying a gift tax, believe it or not, it's the donor that pays the gift tax, not the beneficiary of the gift. Mm. Another one of those weird, quirky IRS rules. I'll tell you what. Mm. It's crazy. So, again, folks, if you got a question about this, um, give us a call at 336-391-3409. All right, Doug, we have time for one more item to discuss today that has a year-end deadline. And it is a very important one. So, Doug, why don't you tell our listeners about this last item? All right. One more major important year-end consideration, and that is to make whatever strategic moves you can now to become more tax efficient for next year. And what I mean by this is to figure out if there's any financial retirement tax planning moves that you can and should make this year to improve your planning and put yourself in a better position for the future. It's what proper planning is all about, folks, is consistently make moves to continue to improve your overall financial retirement position. So let me give you an example here. Okay. Let's say your taxable income for this year is $50,000 after deductions and exclusions. In this case, you're basically in the middle of the 15% bracket. And this is all probability the lowest bracket you'll ever see. However, the 15% bracket goes all the way up to $77,000 for marrieds filing a joint return. So in this case, you have $25,000 of room left in the 15% tax bracket to take advantage of. Thus, you may want to make a strategic move here to do a partial Roth conversion and go ahead and get some taxes paid on taxable money now to take advantage of that low 15% tax bracket you're in. Remember, since you know what you have to pay tax on your retirement plan money at some point, and in all probability you'll never be in a lower bracket than 15%, and potentially 10 or 15 years down the road you could be in a much higher bracket, why not take advantage of this? It just makes a lot of sense. I mean, we've talked about this before. We call it bracket bump. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're doing that with, with a good number of our clients. So it's it's not a hard concept to do. You can you can do it by doing a preliminary tax return. We do that in our in our uh, in our planning for you guys all the time, and it'll give us kind of a dry run to show us exactly 
you know, what bracket you're in and how much room we have up into the next bracket. And of course, you know, I, and I hope tax reform is, is, uh, um, put into law here very soon because that's even going to give us more room to play with in these middle brackets, uh, to do Roth conversions in, in the future. And, and hopefully we can get many of you folks out there over the course of the next two or three or four years to take advantage of the new tax law should it come into play. All right, so again, if you've got questions about that, don't hesitate to pick up that phone and give us a call at 336-391-3409 or, you know, shoot me an email, doug at thewealthguardians.com. So as the end of the year approaches, we know you're busy, holidays, family, travel, but it really is critical that you don't forget about the year-end planning, especially you folks with the RMDs. Just consider this a friendly reminder as we don't want you to get hit with any unnecessary penalties or taxes or, or any of that kind of thing. You know, like I said, uh, remember next week we're going to do our uh, monthly uh, question and answer, so please send your questions in to us this week to Doug at thewealthguardians.com, and uh, I will answer those questions. JB, again, we're running up on the end of the year. It's been a great year, and I look forward to a great 2018 with you. I'm looking forward to it. Another great show and join us next week at the same time for the Wealth Guardians here on 94.5 WPTI. 